I have been listening to Audible for years. It just started with a free trial and my favorite Ellen Hildebrand book. And then once I realized how much I could accomplish in a day, like cooking for the kids, cleaning, organizing the house, you name it, um, while being entertained, I was hooked. It has all of my favorite fiction books, but it also has our favorite books on natural birth like Mindful Hypnobirthing, Birth Without Fear, Birthing From Within, Natural Childbirth, The Bradley Way, just to name a few. If you use my link, you can get 30 days free of Audible. Just go to audibletrial.com slash birthnaturally. And I suggest starting with Ina May's Guide to Childbirth if you haven't already, because that is a listener favorite. So once again, just go to audibletrial.com slash birthnaturally for 30 days free. Welcome to Birth Naturally. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Kate. And we're sisters having a conversation about everything from med-free birth to natural parenting. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. We have a really fun episode today. Mm-hmm. Laura is awesome, and you'll feel like you're just listening to an old friend chat. She really just was so upbeat and she had such great information. She and her husband, her husband's a chiropractor and they own a wellness center and she just is chock full of great information. She had a home birth with her first and she shares that story as well as their philosophy at their wellness center and some of the things that they do. And you're you're really gonna love it. You really are. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh, this was such a fun episode. We had a blast talking to Laura, <laughs> and we would have her on again. <laughs> yeah, really, <laughs> we loved it. Anyway, um, yeah. So we hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. And as usual, please don't forget to follow along on Instagram if you aren't already at Birth Naturally. We'd really appreciate that. And just give us a quick rating and review on iTunes. That would be awesome. Thanks, guys, and hope that you enjoyed today's episode. They say giving birth is equivalent to running a marathon, but what about being pregnant and building a company from scratch while taking on the multivitamin aisle? That is the story of Ritual's founder, Kat Schneider, who started Ritual because she couldn't find a prenatal she could trust. So I just started recently taking the Essential for Women multivitamin, and it's been great so far. They are super gentle on my stomach. I can even take them without food, which is just very convenient. And yeah, it's great because I just want to fill some gaps in my diet. And I feel like this is exactly what I need. They're also great tasting. Like the the Essential for Women multivitamins have like this minty taste. So I'm so not used to that. I'm used to that like not so great aftertaste. So that's been awesome as well. So although I am not pregnant, Ritual has a prenatal that you can trust. They are made with traceable ingredients. You can literally look at a map and see where all the ingredients have come from, which is super cool. And you better believe I checked that out and I loved it. And all of the ingredients are vegan, bioavailable, and clinically studied key nutrients for before and during pregnancy. They're also non-GMO project verified, gluten, and major allergen free. So why settle for a multivitamin you're not 100% sure about? Ritual was literally built on trust, so you know it's the real deal. Ritual is offering my listeners 30% off during their first month. Visit ritual.com slash 
birth naturally to start ritual or add essential for women prenatal to your subscription today. Welcome, Laura. Thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about you and your family? Perfect. So my husband and I are, we fell in love a long time ago, many (laughs) moons ago, and we were married for about seven years before we got pregnant. Um, But we had been really focusing on our business. So he and I opened a wellness chiropractic health center in Greensboro, North Carolina. And it was just, I don't know, three months into opening our practice, which was all consuming, right? Like working 16 hour days and then we just got pregnant. It was crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So what was that crazy. like, kind of nurturing yourself, being pregnant and nurturing a brand new business that I'm sure is like a baby too? Oh, Lord. Well, I did a bad job with it, to be honest. <laughs> I did a bad job because I, I, I think my expectations were really skewed. I thought, oh my gosh, I can have it all. I can be pregnant and I can, I can you know, work these 18-hour days. And it's just, it's a different season. And I mm-hmm. think that I didn't do what I teach my patients to do. Like I would, t- I would have told one of our patients who was pregnant at that time to like really listen to and honor and respect your body. Yeah. And it's easy to give that advice, but it's really hard to follow it yourself. Oh my gosh. Especially when you're going through something crazy like that and starting a business. Oh, wow. So was your, how did your pregnancy go? Oh gosh. How did my pregnancy go? I mean, I, sometimes I would say like, I could never, I could go my whole life, never being pregnant again, Mm -hmm. but I loved birth. Like Mm -hmm. I would rather do birth than be pregnant for nine months. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. I know what you mean. (laughs) That's my preference. That's funny. So so it wasn't, it wasn't so easy for you. (laughs) I've had a lot of hormones. I mean, I think naturally I'm a pretty, um, I don't know what I would call myself right now. (laughs) hormonal woman like I'm Mm -hmm. up and I'm down and I've got all the feelings and I've got all the emotions about things so like being pregnant really just made it more I get it you're you're preaching to the choir over here I'm like seven months pregnant and uh, feel things very passionately so it's just different it's just a whole new world I think I I struggled most with you know, needing to rely on other people and needing to rest. I really Mm -hmm. like, I'm a driver. I want to go, go, go and accomplish and get things done. And I'm finding myself like laying in bed for four hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And instead of, instead of just, I want to do it again because I want another chance because instead of like owning it and, and like resting in it and absorbing it, like, yes, this is my time to rest and grow and nourish this baby. I was like laying in bed, pissed off, like, Mm -hmm. ugh gosh, I'm just so tired, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. That is hard to just let yourself take the time to rest. It's something when you're thinking of all the other things that you should be doing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's nine months out of your life is not that long. So you really should be able to take the time to just enjoy as much as you can and rest. Yeah, I think I struggled with that because most of my impressions of other pregnancies or other people's pregnancies from what you see is like this beautiful, glowing, amazing time. And there's yep. so much that happens during pregnancy that you're kind of unprepared for, for your first, I feel. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Even, even subsequent pregnancies, you could have a great first one and then you get hit like with, you know, morning sickness or just right. general like fatigue, like that tiredness, the first trimester sometimes into the second sometimes into the third can really (laughs) kind of just derail your 
the plans that you make, but it's a good, I think it's a good foreshadowing for motherhood because it kind of makes you realize you're not in the driver's seat anymore in some ways, you know? Yeah. And I just, I just have to kind of, sorry, looking back, I would say, I just wish that I like, like, uh, almost allowed myself to love that time. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I assume with your wellness center, which I want to touch on that and talk about what you guys do. I assume that your a natural birth was something that you had planned for, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And what about a home birth? Was that, did you know right away that you wanted to do a home birth? Um, I mean, kind of. So one of my closest friends had just given birth maybe a few months before I got pregnant. And she is also in our community of chiropractic world, right? So she is real weirded out about body stuff. So Mm -hmm. she knew she didn't want to go to the hospital, but she also knew she didn't want to birth at home. Like it was a little too much for her. So she wanted a birth center birth, Mm -hmm. which for me being, you know, first time, I thought that's kind of like a happy medium, but she had the baby at home in like no time at all on accident, just the baby, right? (laughs) And afterwards she said, I would, I wouldn't change it. I would always birth at home. I can't believe how amazing it was just to be in my own bed, to be eating my own food. So she brought a lot to light for me kind of watching it all happen and go, wow, for somebody who like was a hundred percent did not want to have a home birth thought, you know, it would be gross or weird or whatever. And she fell in love with it that spoke to me a lot. And that really encouraged me to think I can, you know, I can do that. I can actually do that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> on accident. Wow. That's so, really cool to have a, someone else go through it right before you. So you can see how it goes for them, you yeah. know, because a lot of people, not a lot of people know someone who has had a home birth. So that's mm-hmm. pretty cool that it's, that made the decision for you kind of. Right. <laughs> I, I, how did chiropractic care come into play during your pregnancy? Oh my gosh, that's such a great question. Um, I honestly, I don't know how people grow and carry babies without getting adjusted just because I, I relied on it so much. So like, you know, the, the relaxant is going through your body, your hips are shifting and opening, your spine is moving and compensating for the bump that's growing in the front. Like all these changes are happening pretty rapidly. I mean, most people don't gain, you know, 30 to 40 to 50 pounds in a few months. Right. So so for that shift to happen, there's a lot that your body is compensating and moving and shifting. So it was really amazing to be able to get adjusted as frequently as I was, as my husband's a chiropractor, you know, it's like, it could be midnight at home. And I'm like, yo, I need an adjustment like right now. (laughs) That's awesome. So like rib pain, hip pain. Um, I didn't have that. What do they call that? Lightning crotch. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. the, the pelvic bones in the front kind of rub up against each other. They get out of alignment. It just can help so much with all the different ways that your body has to compensate to grow the baby. It can really help the, the neuromuscular side of things. So what else do you guys do at your wellness center? That's an awesome question. So we focus mainly on structural correction chiropractic. So seeing where each individual patient's current spine is as opposed to what a normal spine is supposed to be. Um, So we really focus on how the brain controls everything in the body, right? Brain sends a signal down the spinal cord, out the nerves to every cell, every tissue, every organ in your body. 
So for your lungs to breathe properly, for, for your uterus to change and shift and supply for the baby, for all that to happen properly, that signal comes from the brain. Those hormones, mm-hmm. the neurotransmitters, all of that plays such a huge role. So the adjustments focus on that. But we do a lot of other stuff. You know, we teach about nutrition, exercise, uh, mindset is such a huge factor as well. Detoxification, all that good stuff. Wow. So how, what sorts of things did you prepare while you were pregnant? Uh, did you read any books, take any classes or, you know, supplements, I anything? I did. I did. I did a lot of things, but I will say like hands down by far, Ina Mae Gaskin's um, Guide to Childbirth oh, yeah. was like everything to me because it just, it completely shifted my mindset about birth and it helped me realize like the body's going to birth. I could, I just have to exist while that happens. Right. Like I could be passed out and my body will still birth. Yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah. That was really cool for me to read that. I was really, really heavy into, into that book and just reading those stories over and over again. Um, and then I did, are you guys familiar with hypno babies? Yes. So I guess it's different than hypno birthing. Okay. Yeah. I know there's like a slight difference, but I don't know what it is. I've looked it up Um, before and then I forget. (laughs) Yeah. So I did hypno babies and I loved one part of it, but the other part was not really helpful for me. So they do a lot of affirmations. And I think that that's what I loved. I, I had them playing in my car whenever I was driving, just talking about like my body is doing exactly the right thing at exactly the right time. You know, instilling that confidence in your body, the way that it was created was so important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but when yeah. it came to the actual birth with the whole, you know, cues and kind of yourself hypnotizing and nothing is painful and it's this beautiful orgasmic birth, like I went for that. Like I went for that all in nine months. I'm having the like orgasm birth. That's going to be now girl (laughs) like that was not me (laughs) which is okay some people have that and I like still believe and love and hope for that for all people but like it just wasn't my body just didn't do that (laughs) yeah yeah I mean you never know what it's gonna do right (laughs) so how were you feeling as you approached your due date oh my gosh how was I I, like ready just ready stretched you know really full, really large. (laughs) (laughs) Did you make it to your due date? I did. I actually gave birth the morning after my due date. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was really strong on like the due date is a, it's like a month long, right? Uh Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was really strong on all that. And then sure enough, she comes out the day, the morning after I was like, well, (laughs) that's so funny. And had you, had you been trying any natural remedies to get labor kicked into gear or were you just kind of like going with the flow? Um, so I was doing some different things, not necessarily to get labor going, but just to prepare my body, like the red raspberry leaf tea. I drank all second trimester, all third trimester, Mm -hmm. which is supposed to help with the contract, like helping your uterus effectively contract. So like I had Mm -hmm. a lot of Braxton Hicks, my body preparing for that. And then the dates, so I think it's four weeks before your due date. You can start eating two or three or four dates per day, raw dates. And that's supposed to help soften your cervix so that when the contractions being really effective, the cervix can open nicely. Okay, cool. So when did your first contraction start? Oh my gosh. 1 a.m. I think maybe midnight. 
And then or, or did they start out close together? Were they kind of just like easy and far Well, apart? I can tell you the story of the night that it happened because it was kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. I had gone my whole pregnancy without having an ultrasound. That was something that I wanted and I had looked into, I researched it. I felt like that was best for, for what I wanted, you know. Mm-hmm. But my husband had some health issues a few years ago, seven years ago. He had a headache, didn't wake up, had a brain emergency brain surgery, had a brain tumor. Okay. Wow. Oh so that happened. I had some PTSD, some trauma from that, but mm-hmm. I don't want to have an ultrasound. So my whole pregnancy, I'm like feeling confident. Yes. But I'm also battling with the anxiety, the fear of like, what if something's wrong though? You know, like that yeah. happened in my life where it, things are supposed to go right. And it didn't. Right. So I'm trying to combat that and just, you know, the body is created well, everything is going to be fine. I don't know what happened the night that I went into labor, but I feel like my brain and my body were done. I was over it. So I recognized maybe eight o'clock that night that I hadn't really felt her move that much. And I'm starting to get nervous. And maybe it's just first time mom, maybe it's every pregnancy. You just notice these things and it can kind of spiral. So I'm Mm -hmm. starting to spiral. I haven't felt the baby move that much. What am I supposed to do? I'm not going to eat a bunch of sugar like my midwife told me because that isn't what I want to do. Get our sugar high, whatever. So I'm like trying to put cold water. I'm trying to put hot water. I'm trying to go in the bathtub, trying to figure it out. Freaking out. My midwife's texting me and she's kind of telling me, well, you can go to the hospital if you want, which is fully against anything that I'd like to do at this point. So Mm -hmm. I'm stressed. I'm upset. I'm not in a good headspace. I'm worried. He finally gets, goes to, runs the health center, gets the stethoscope, and I can hear her heartbeat through my own belly. So I'm like, okay, she's in there. She's okay. I need to just calm down. That's like happening probably by 10 p.m. that night. But that's the point where I really feel like my brain and my body were done with the whole thing. Like, I don't want to wait anymore. I'm worried and I'm anxious and I just want to see her and hold her and know that she's okay. So about midnight that night, I had my first contraction and it feels like a cramp. My husband's sound asleep, right? This is all drama, drama. He's zonks out. No big deal. I'm laying there (laughs) wide ass awake, like (laughs) the stress of my life. And is my baby okay? And what's happening? And it's, you know, heavy hormonal stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel the first contraction. I'm like, okay, it's kind of like a little period cramp. It's nothing. So I go out into the living room and I'm texting three of my girlfriends who just had babies like update. This is what happened. (laughs) It's fine. fine. You know, you got to have those girls. You got to have your friend. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I'm like laying out there and maybe around one, 1 a.m. I would say it actually started. I had maybe two contractions before that. At 1 a.m., I start timing them. I'm looking at my my timer, and I'm doing it. And it's fine. They're light. They're fine. Maybe after 15 minutes, I don't know why, naturally you just move your body. And I get into like a hands and knees on the couch. Is that what you would call it? Hand, on my hands? Yeah. yeah. Back, mm-hmm. About to do cat-cow. And something immediately shifts, and it gets intense. It's no longer like this cute little period cramp. It's like, okay, this is more intense now. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm laboring on the, on the couch for probably an hour by myself. And then my husband wakes up, he hears me. I'm not so quiet at that point and comes out and says, let's get in the bathtub. Not let's, let's get you in the bathtub. He didn't come with <laughs> He could have, but he didn't. Um, and from that point, I really labored in the bathtub for about three hours. Oh, wow. And it just got really intense really fast. So did you call your midwife at this point? He's calling my midwife at this okay. point. Okay. 
And yeah. she's like, I mean, Laura, it's been like two hours. It's probably fine. You know, rest the whole thing. Yeah. But things were moving really fast and I don't think she really realized that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we called again, maybe 45 minutes after, and she asked to talk to me over the phone. She could hear that I was laboring hard. So she was like, okay, I need to come. <laughs> uh, so she headed that way. But when I was in the bathtub, it was really, it was really an intense time. Um, I think that I had the water too hot as well. Cause I kept every contraction I had, I kept turning the hot water on. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> I can't, like, there's no logic in what's happening. At least in my birth, it was just like, exist. Just exist. Well, yeah, when it moves that quickly, I think I, I've never had one that went that quickly. So I can imagine that it's it's intense and you just kind of go have to go with the flow, which is very difficult. Yeah, I didn't really have time to process. Right. Like, is this happening? I mean, I remember telling Preston, like, this is probably going to go away, right? Like, this can't be it. <laughs> it just mm-hmm. seemed like it couldn't be happening. I don't know. It's, I guess you imagine like a very slow transition into actual labor, like lots of easy contractions. Like for first time mom, they're like, first time mom's going to take you a long time. Like, who knows it's going to happen? You know, like, (laughs) yeah, when you have that in your mind, you're like, no, 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 this is too quick. This is too quick. I just thought, like, it's going to stop. This can't be real life, but it was (laughs) real life. So yeah, she showed up and when she got there, I was still in the bathtub and she kind of came in and said, you need to get out of the tub because the whole, even the bathroom was like too hot. Mm -hmm. So I didn't realize that I was really thankful for her and her assistant to come in and move me to the bed. So then I was in my bedroom laboring on my side. And again, I don't remember anybody. I don't remember anybody's voice. I don't remember anybody being there. Like I know they were, Mm -hmm. but I was just so inside of myself that I couldn't really process what was going on. I know they were trying to set up the birth tub, but I didn't make it in there. Oh no. <laughs> so that was just what it was. Um, but yeah, when I was on the bed, I think my husband was kind of freaking out. Was he? Like, I think to me, he was like, Oh, you're doing great, honey. Good job. But then he'd like look over my shoulder and look at the midwife and be like, is she okay? Is this okay? Oh, <laughs> like, I think he was a little, I think he was a little nervous. I'm sure that's hard for a husband, especially for your with your first to see your yeah. wife, you know, what they think is like in horrible pain. So right. it's hard. It was. It was. But sweet, the coolest though. moment for me was um, actually let me back up. So when she first arrived, she checked me and I mm-hmm. never wanted to know what I was dilated at because I, I've read so much about, okay, so if you're like, you're doing a lot of work, your body's working hard, and then you get checked and you're only at a two. That can discourage you and slow it down. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't want that to happen. Looking back, I wish I would have known. I wish I would. She would have told me because she checked me and apparently I was, she said, she told Preston, I was at a six melting, like just like, just opening wide up. No problem. But I had no idea. And I'm like three hours into labor thinking, oh God, I have to do this for 24 more hours, maybe. Right. I don't want to, I don't even want to know, but I kind of wish that I had known that information so that I was like, oh, okay. I'm like, I'm closer than I thought. Exactly. I go labor on the bed for a while. She wants me to move to the, to the bathroom to labor over the toilet. 
And I'm fighting her on this. Like, I don't want to move. I don't want to get up. I can't even imagine. Okay. So I have like 60 seconds between contractions for me to get to the bathroom. Like that. Yeah. Like I have to time it right and get over there. And I just don't want to do it. Yeah. You're like, that's my break. That's my time to just relax. (laughs) But we had a conversation when I was pregnant. I told, I warned her about this, about me. Like, I'm not going to want to listen to you just so you know. And she said, (laughs) we have to have an agreement going into this that if I look you in the eye and I say, Laura, you have to listen to me right now that I would listen. So she did that. And I was like, fuck Courtney, I don't want to go. But I went I did it. I listened. So I got up and this was the coolest part of my whole birth. I get up. I still have no clue where I'm at. I still think I'm like going to have to do this for 20 more hours in my head. And I walk over and I'm on, I'm sitting on the toilet and she says, Laura, I want you to reach down and feel. And I'm like, what? Like feel for what? I have such an attitude. And I reach <laughs> down and her head is like right there. Like oh I, maybe put, I maybe put my finger, I'm looking like, two centimeters and her head is right there. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Everything went crystal clear. Like I had been in a blur. I was in a total fog, couldn't see straight, had no clue where I was. And all of a sudden it was like the whole room came into clarity. I'm looking, I look immediately oppressed and like my jaws on the floor. I'm looking at my husband's eyes. I can see him. He's looking back at me and I'm feeling my baby. Like what is happening? Wow, it was crazy. the coolest, it was the coolest, coolest, coolest moment of my oh, life. I'm sure. Yeah. So he also was able to reach down and feel her head. And I think he, he also had a, mo- a moment there of like, holy shit, this is really happening. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so then she was like, all right, we've got to go back. I don't want you to have the baby in the toilet. So we've got to go back into the bedroom. Oh no. <laughs> I know. Right. I'm like, you moved me here. Right. Yeah. You're like, I shouldn't have listened to you after all. Carry me back. <laughs> and I make my way back and I, it's, I don't know, not, not even 20 feet to my bed. And I'm standing at the edge of my bed and that's where she comes out. I don't even make it onto my bed. I don't make it into the tub. Nothing. It was that quick. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Oh Isn't my that? gosh. So and, you and, didn't push her out at all? No. She like my body, that was another thing right before we went to the, to the bathtub or sorry, to the toilet, over the toilet, right before that, I recognized that my contractions were hitting so hard that I would lose my breath during it. So I recognized that. And I said to Courtney, I didn't say to Courtney, I yelled at Courtney, I'm pushing. (laughs) And she said, well, what do you mean, Laura? Like you're pushing or your body is pushing. And I was like, hold on, wait for the next one. I'll tell you the next one hit. And I paid attention and I wasn't doing shit. I was just laying and my body was completely taken over by the contraction and pushing so hard that I would lose my breath. I was like, ah, and then silent because I couldn't even breathe. I couldn't catch my breath. It's such, I had fetal ejection reflex with my first and I was like, is this what, I thought that's what happens. And they were like, don't push. And I'm like, I can't not push. Yes, yes. There's nothing I'm doing. I'm just laying here. So, so how yeah. long did it take for her to come out? Three contractions. Oh, wow. wow. I made it back to the bed. I'm standing up. Courtney goes, this baby's coming out. <laughs> oh, the assistant did the greatest thing. Okay. She put a warm washcloth on my butt when I mm-hmm. was standing. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know who taught her to do that or who, where in your right mind you'd think to do that. But that was the greatest gift to me. <laughs> like, please don't ever leave. I never knew this could feel so nice, but it did. <laughs> it's part of your nightly routine now. Right, right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm standing there and just in a contraction, her head comes out in a contraction. Her, her, she kind of didn't come out right that second contraction because her arm was up and so uh-huh. her arm popped out and then the rest of her body came out in the third contraction. Oh wow, that's amazing. That was nuts. It was Sounds nuts. like a pretty I mean I hate to use the word easy, but it sounds like a pretty easy first birth. For I, I can't complain. I mean, I had, <laughs> I had prayed about it too. And I had been set. I'm like, I'm going to have a six hour birth. I'm going to have a six hour birth. And it was six and a half hours. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. That's, wow. That's incredible. So it was awesome. And then she came out and I was really just like, is she okay? Because again, I hadn't had the ultrasound. Uh-huh. I kind of had that little bit of anxiety about you know, what's going on in there, even though I'm, I'm trying with my full might to just trust the body and trust the process. Mm -hmm. As soon as she came out, I just wanted to know she's okay. So that Mm -hmm. was my initial instinct after yelling. My mom recorded the, not the actual video of it, but from the other room. So the sound of me giving Mm -hmm. birth, which I'm so thankful for. But one of the first things that he said was a human. (laughs) 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 I just know that a human was coming. I don't know what I thought. Could have been an animal. You never know. I don't know. I didn't have an ultrasound. Who knows? (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) So you gave birth to a human. And then how was that initial, you know, experience? Like you're laying in bed with your newborn baby. How would that, how would that feel? Oh my God. It was, you're just, I was so high. I was on Mm -hmm. such a high. I yeah. feel like, I feel like one seeing her and knowing her and holding her but for me even more so than that it was experiencing the power of the female body mm-hmm. blew my mind yeah. it was such a such a contrast from my pregnancy of feeling I mean I felt so defeated and down and emotional and you know, my life is over. Like my, my hormonal pregnancy, I was in such a bad headspace as far as my feelings that to go to, to birth naturally in my home successfully, safely in six and a half hours, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so, my body, the human body is so incredible and so powerful. It doesn't get any of the credit as much as I try to give the human body credit, it doesn't even get the credit it deserves because it's so powerful. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That, that is amazing. That's so incredible. So feeling good afterwards. How, what was your postpartum experience like? Ooh, post, post, yeah, I can hear you now. Postpartum was oh. a little tricky. Um, I was very, very sore. Um, I had a very small tear. She wanted to put a stitch in it, but I was like, don't touch me. Don't breathe on me. No. Mm -hmm. So I didn't, I didn't get the stitch. Um, but I still was very, very sore. I used padsicles are probably 
my number one recommendation to pregnant moms in our health center. Like you like make padsicles, have them in your freezer, ready to go. That was the best, best thing for me, Mm -hmm. my healing process. Definitely. And did you, did you have any like products that you loved for yourself or baby right after giving birth? Yeah. I love the Hakka. I can't recommend the Hakka enough. Mm -hmm. Um, so just being able to passively collect milk every time that I was just naturally nursing her anyways, really helped me build up a freezer stash and have that and know that I had that gave me a lot of confidence. So I loved having that. It took zero work, zero effort. It's a very cheap product to have. Um, and it made me feel really, really confident in having that supply. Yeah, definitely. The thing is awesome. Yeah, that's definitely our top recommended product by moms and professionals alike that we've mm-hmm. spoken to. Really? Um, yeah. Yes. Everyone oh, says the Hakka. Yep. I'm so Everyone glad because when I first got pregnant, a lot of my friends didn't know about it. I didn't, I didn't know, know about, about it a few months ago <laughs> well, <laughs> when I'm I had my baby. So yeah. yeah, I'm glad that people are talking about because it, it was such a it was such a good good thing to use. Yeah, I know my sister just got last week. She got one for me. So and my dog kindly chewed it a little bit, but it still oh. works. It's <laughs> <laughs> just testing that. So I know you wanted to talk a little bit about chiropractic care for newborns as well. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So Oakland actually got her first chiropractic adjustment at probably three hours old. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just think it's so, so such a awesome tool that we can use. So we all know that birth is traumatic for the mom, right? It can be a lot Mm -hmm. for the body to go through, but what we, what we don't really realize so much is that it is also traumatic for the baby, right? You imagine the baby looking and going like, I, so I have to fit through that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I have to mm-hmm. go through that narrow passageway. Um, so for women who have, you know, long labors, short labors, they get stuck, they're in a different position. It really doesn't matter. The, the birth can be traumatic period. So to get a chiropractor that's certified or that is really well-versed in dealing with newborns to check the nervous system, um, again, it is the most important system of the whole body. We know that just because it's completely enclosed in bone. So like, why, why would one system be enclosed in bone? You guys have any Mm -hmm. guesses? No, (laughs) I'm very bad at guessing. I'll tell you, it's (laughs) to protect it. It's natural armor. So you've got to think it's that valuable to us that it's totally and completely protected and enclosed in bone. Um, So that's the system that the chiropractor works with and making sure that there's no misalignments in the cervical spine. Um, So even with C-sections, have you guys ever witnessed a C-section or watched a video? No. I've seen a video. Yeah, I have seen a video. So when they're, their job obviously is to get that baby out, but a lot of times, you know, they use a lot of force to pull that baby mm-hmm. through that incision. You know, they'll pull that baby even sometimes by its head and by its neck to pull the baby out. That's mm-hmm. their job is to get the baby out. Obviously, thank you, Jesus, that we have that ability in those situations. Right. Yeah. Um, but the first thing they do when, you, when you're handed a newborn, they say, oh, be careful of the head and the neck. So you've got to realize, well, there may be some trauma in that area that we need to adjust and we need to get back in alignment because it can lead to, if, if unattended to, it can lead to issues like colic, ear infections, sleep issues, latch issues. I'm sure you've experienced some babies, oh, my baby feeds really well on the right breast, but not the left breast. 
Yeah. Well, why mm-hmm. is that? You know, or my mm-hmm. baby has chronic ear infections. Well, why is that? What's causing that? And a lot of that can just be that there's a minor, minor misalignment in the cervical spine from the birth process that was never addressed. Okay. Wow. That makes sense. Yeah, that That's makes a lot of good sense. information. And I never thought to bring a baby to the chiropractor and now that sounds pretty most most people don't but so like our patients that come in that are pregnant they know to contact us when they're in labor they know to contact us as soon as the baby is born and we'll go adjust that baby like we'll go to their house we'll go to their hospital to their birth center and make sure that everything is okay but I mean I think maybe one baby ever my husband checked their cervical spine and was like there's nothing out of alignment here Wow. It's like oh very, gosh. very common through the birth process that their atlas shifts or maybe their hips are off, you know, so it's, it's important. Yeah, definitely. It, it makes total sense too. I mean, you know, um, if you think about like even the position they're in, 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 in the uterus, you know, they're mm-hmm. not yeah, seriously in there and it's a very small space and mm-hmm. it's a lot. Yeah. So he also works on the cranial bones. So you've seen, I'm sure you've seen little, little newborns. Sometimes they have like a really nice round head. Sometimes it's more pointy. Sometimes it gets flat. Sometimes it has ridges. So you can work. Those bones are very soft at this point and malleable up until they're two years old. Mm-hmm. And that has a lot to do, those positionings have a lot to do with the cerebrospinal fluid and the way that it flows through the body. So being able to work on those as well and get get them into the proper position so that when they are ready to fuse, they're all lined up and in a good, good shape for the brain. Wow. Awesome. Thank you for all that amazing information. And how can our listeners get in touch with you? Um, email is probably best. So my okay. email is laura at gatecityhealth.com or I don't know. What do people usually say? Call me on my cell phone. What do you mean? Inst- <laughs> a lot of people on the Instagram that they, you know, oh, <laughs> follow me on Instagram. <laughs> at my, <laughs> my name is at Laura DNTNI. That's who I am. <laughs> okay, awesome. And we'll link to that. And we'll also link to your health center too, if that's okay, because that I'm sure people in your area would like, you have so much, so many great resources. Yeah. I love, I'm very passionate about helping mamas and chiropractic. It's such a great thing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and telling us that awesome story. Yes, that was fun. Thanks guys. Thanks again to Laura for sharing her amazing story today. We really appreciated it. Don't forget, guys, follow us on Instagram at Birth Naturally and give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. They help tremendously. We'll see you guys next time.